Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hi, it's Brian, and this is Stream Close-Up. Our guest this week is Walter Uzzolino, the host and co-founder of Walter Presents. Walter Presents is a curated on-demand service that originally launched with Channel 4 in the UK and is now expanding across the globe. Walter serves up the best that local European television has to offer. He's perhaps the world's foremost expert when it comes to what is currently being produced across Europe and beyond. He might have the greatest job in the world. His passion for his work is obvious, and we're lucky to have him with us today to talk about the origin story, some great shows, and the launch of Walter Presents in Scandinavia as part of Seymour's offer. Walter was kind enough to check in with us while on his way home for the holidays. In for his stream close-up, Walter Uzzolino. Hit it, Jose! Walter Uzzolino of Walter Presents. Welcome to the show, Walter. My pleasure. Walter's checking in with us remotely. Uh, where do we find you right now, Walter? Uh, and right now, I'm in Italy, actually, because I came over to hopefully spend Christmas with my family. Last year, I had to skip it because of COVID. So this time, I've done triple jab, the tests. I'm doing a PCR in two hours I, before I hug my mom and dad, but I've missed them for a long time. So... I, I, I'm trying to spend Christmas with them. Oh, it sounds wonderful. Whereabouts in Italy? It's in Genoa. It's by the sea. It's very nice, actually. It's where I was born and where my family still lives. For those of you unfamiliar with Walter, he's been spending the last few years curating sort of the modern European television treasures. And it's a terribly important task. I mean, I would argue that TV has eclipsed film and even music in terms of cultural resonance. And the work that you're doing, identifying worthy titles and then sharing them beyond their initially intended orbits. It's very important work, and your passion for that work certainly comes through. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? I mean, you're a European guy, grew up in Italy. 
I guess your first exposure to television would have been public service. It was all public service. When I was about 10, 12, uh, the, the, the first um, uh, commercial channels started to emerge in Italy, but they were still very, very small and big part players. And so it was all very much public service. And, and I would say, uh, Brian, that uh, when, when you said, how do you come to this place? Well, I would say really as a passion project, because I've been uh, an executive in television in the UK for over 24 years now, and as a commissioning editor and then a producer and then I was a creative director in the independent sector for so for very many years I've been making programs uh, but my dream was always to curate international drama and that's partly linked to my Italian origins as you said earlier I, I was born and raised in Italy and in Italy as you may know or you may not know but television is dubbed and dubbing is not something that I advocate or like because I think it actually damages the performance and the pleasure and the sophistication of a piece of television. Uh, dubbing is an art form unto itself, and it's rarely done well. I agree. And, and in Italy, it has to be said that it's a very advanced art. There are uh, companies and actors and producers that specialize in that. So it's quite a sophisticated, advanced way of doing it. However, uh, I, w the advantage of growing up in a dubbing country is that that language is never a barrier to the appreciation of content because as an Italian viewer, everything speaks Italian to you, which means that when I was growing up, I was exposed to enormous amounts of content from all over the place, from America, from France, from Italy. So in, on a national terrestrial broadcaster, like the equivalent of an SVT, for example, we would consume an Italian drama on a Sunday night. On Monday, there'd be a dubbed American Desperate Housewives type thing. On Wednesday, there would be uh, a French historical thriller. So I grew up with all this texture and variety and, and I loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. And, and when, you're, when you're raised on that kind of diet, you never question where it's from. You just judge it on the merit of it being a great piece of content. And so when I moved to the UK after university to study filmmaking because I wanted to get into production, into television, and this is over 25 years ago now, in fact, 25 years ago, I, I remember being struck by the lack of texture and variety. Everything was very Anglo-American. And don't get me wrong, brilliant stuff. It's not that America and the UK produce astonishingly fantastic drama. But I do remember missing that texture. I remember thinking, where's the Italian piece and where's the French piece? Because I knew that they were out there and that they were really brilliant and entertaining. And at the time, I would say the biggest problem was uh, what well, the director of Parasite said is that one inch problem that America has with subtitles, which is the notion that subtitles in the UK tended to indicate a very niche, elite, almost art house audience, uh, which I knew was not the case because I knew that the television I was watching on national terrestrial broadcasters here in Italy was very wide and very commercial and fun. And, and it wasn't at all an elite uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, uber niche pastime. So I was aware of, of, of this gap in the market, so to speak, but the time was not quite right those many years ago, because at the time everything was, the, the notion of subtitles wasn't almost in there. It was just to do with film and European cinema, if I'm honest with you. And I think they, that changed completely when uh, uh, in the UK, when Scandinavian drama arrived, which is why, in a way, I'm so delighted to be launching now in Scandinavia, because it is Scandinavia that changed the temperature of the cultural discourse, I would say, around the world, particularly in the UK, where first, in fact, the very first piece of drama, to be completely honest, was French. It was a drama called Engranage, Spiral. It was a French a crime thriller from Canal Plus, which was launched on BBC4. And it was uh, quite dark and quite gritty, but it, it attracted a, a, quite a sizable audience. And following from that was The Killing, Borgen and The Bridge. And those three shows changed everything. 
because a large mainstream audience suddenly realized that you could absolutely enjoy a fantastic crime thriller and, and that subtitles were not a problem at all. If anything, they enhanced the pleasure because they, you know, you need that little bit of effort to, to enjoy something with subtitles, which means that you can't go into the kitchen and make a cup of tea. You need to sit down and concentrate like you would do with a piece of cinema. And therefore, the experience is more rewarding and more immersive. And the UK market went crazy for Scandi drama. And Scandi noir became this overnight sensation. Everything from fashion to food to interior decoration to gritty crime was, was, uh, was the thing that everybody wanted to watch. And I remember at the time, I was finishing, uh, I, I, we, I was working as creative director for a company that had just been sold to Discovery, the uh, American uh, uh, channel broadcaster. And at the time, the choice for me was, do I stay and continue and consolidate my position within this company? Or do I, I, I was lucky enough to have a bit of money because the sale tr translated into uh, a, a nice bonus for me. So I thought this is my chance of stepping away from this and dedicating myself to my dream, which was international drama. And I remember getting together with my now business partners, Jason and Joe, and thinking this is the time to do it because the UK and America right after have started to embrace international drama. And so there is a big critical audience that's craving this stuff. So let's go beyond Scandinavia and bring them French and Italian and German and Flemish and Dutch, et cetera, et cetera. And so it was a wonderful act of reckless passion in a way, because I had a very safe, very well-paid job in a big organization. And so the temptation was to very much stay and consolidate. But I felt this urge and this desire to, to, to do something that I really loved and I thought it's it's now or never, and so we took the leap and and started it. Can I interrupt here? Sure. This seems like quite a challenge that you're taking on here, and I understand you work with two partners. So, how do you choose to sort of break it down? There's so much regional, global commissioning going on. There's so much programming out there. How does it work in practice? And you know, at the end of the day, is the institutional knowledge of modern European television? in the heads of three people? No, well, you know, it's in the heads of one person because I'm actually the curator. So my partners do, one One of my partners works mostly on the branding and of the marketing. And she came up with a brand and with the idea uh, of what it presents in terms of how to do direct personal curation. And uh, and, and Jason is a, a businessman. So he, he looks at the accounts, which I could do. I'm terrible at that. So I do the brand of the curation. And by that, what I mean, and this is a very important thing to, to say, Brian, because we set ourselves up from the very beginning as a uh, as a brand that would look at quality over quantity and and as you rightly say there is so much choice out there right now and it's so fragmented and i remember when we launched water presents we did six months before we did some research with friends and colleagues and journalists and and uh, and more broadly with members of the audience in the uk and the answer that came back from all of them was that they wanted a one-stop shop one place to find it and they wanted it personally curated Personal recommendation was a very important thing because people spend hours every evening on Netflix trying to find something to watch and above and beyond the obvious 
giant tentpoles, which we're all aware of, which get a lot of marketing, and so we naturally converge to them. Uh, it's a gigantic supermarket, and sometimes it's daunting and overwhelming because you get lost amongst the shelves. You're looking for, you know, flour or oil, and then just try and find that. And even when you do, there are shelves of hundreds of types of oil, organic and organic, cold press, whatever. So it can be overwhelming, and particularly, as you rightly said, with the proliferation of platforms. Now, do you find something on Amazon or Netflix or on Apple? And then there are local streamers and then the terrestrial broadcasters who are beefing up their streaming activities as well. So it can be a little overwhelming and, and we're short of time. And so the idea was to do all the hard work so the viewers wouldn't have to waste that time and to funnel the very best in one place where you'd find the curation. And the metaphor I often use is Delhi versus supermarket. So the supermarket, and I'm not, and I'm not being anti-Netflix here at all, but but Netflix and all the big streamers, which are brilliant and, and they offer convenience and absolutely and quality and fun, but they do it built around the curation by algorithm. So there is a machine that con that checks what you consume and recommends to you based on what you've consumed before. We wanted the exact opposite. We wanted human curation. We want a delicatessen shop where if you want something a little special and you're going out on a date, you go there and Giuseppe behind the counter will say, hey, today you should have the olives and the prosciutto and the whatever, because they know, because they tasted it. And there's an enormous difference between being recommended something on the basis of what you already like which would end up with everybody consuming pizza and ice cream for all their lives, because that's, we all broadly like that. Or being recommended something on the basis that you might discover something you're going to fall in love with, because your friend or your next door neighbor or your colleague is so passionate about something, they say, you've got to watch that. And so Walter Presents was founded on that, was founded on an individual, myself, with genuine passion for the genre, consuming thousands of hours and finding out what's made around the world and distilling all of that down to a selection of the very, very best. So that when you're into that shop, so to speak, it's a bit like the HBO hum. The moment you hear, um, you know, it's going to be very well curated. And it's a broad church. It's got things that range from Sex in the City to White Lotus to Six Feet Under to Succession. But you know that everything is going to be of real quality that the writing, the acting, and the directing is going to be impeccable. And what HBO do to you as a viewer, it reassures you that you can invest your time, because even though the idea of a program about billionaires in the media world trying to inherit their father's business may not sound like a cup of tea, you're actually going to like it, or it's worth your time. And so what we wanted to do with Walter Presents was the equivalent in the international drama space knowing that whether it's a romantic comedy or a crime thriller or a political thriller or a costume piece, it's all being curated in a very, very careful manner so that you will really get the best that country has to offer. And so it again, you know, in, 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 in a way, to use the metaphor of the restaurant it's or, or food, every country produces something of excellence, right? Whether it's French patisserie or whether it's Italian pasta and pizza or whether it's whatever. We all, you know, we all down to our geographical and cultural heritage, 
try to access the very best for ourselves. So the principle of what to present is, let's find out the very best that French television produce. Let's find out what it is that 10 million of viewers in Italy watch every Sunday night avidly. Let's discover what is it that the, the countries in the Benelux... So it was the same principle as Scandi. You know, Scandinavia produced wonderful thrillers, and we learned to love them because they were just as fun and mainstream and commercial as the television that we knew we loved. The same is true of many other countries around the world. And so that's the principle. We wanted to find the very best and bring it to initially an English and American audience. But since 2016, when we launched, we've expanded to very many countries now. So it's quite, it's quite a broad church. And, and now obviously Scandinavia, which I'm enormously proud of. Yeah, I really like this analogy of the well-curated deli and having to earn your status as a trusted source. I want to get into what it's going to mean for the viewers in Scandinavia when you launch. But first, let's take a quick break and we'll get right back to it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. So can we get back to the origin stories of Walter Presents for just a minute here now? But how does it how does it happen? Do you drop off the map and turn on a TV and never turn it off? I mean, what was the business model? Uh, were you licensing these shows? I mean, were you guys taking on risk as part of this? How, what was the construction like? Can you share that with us? 
what happened when we launched was we took two years to do R&D. We just wanted to do a lot of research because we knew that Scandi was great and we knew that a couple of French shows were interesting, but we wanted to really immerse ourselves into the world of world drama. And in order to do that, you have to roll up your sleeves and do the work. And the work was incredibly pleasurable and exciting, but it meant that for two years, we had to take ourselves out of the job market, so to speak, lock ourselves in an office and just watch. So I literally, and, and actually I was very, very regimented because I used to start at eight and end at eight with an hour lunch break. And in nine hours every day, you watch a lot of drama. And the, the, the principles was that whenever something was interesting or of enough quality to merit viewing, I'd watch the entire series. Obviously when by episode one or two, end of episode one, beginning of episode two, you're not, it's not really doing it for you. You can cast that aside. But what that means week in, week out is that you end up watching hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours. And it's a very exciting uh, thing because by the time we started, international drama wasn't as mainstream as it is now. It wasn't the time of, uh, say, post-Squid Game or uh, Money Heist, where we're all used to and, in fact, loving and embracing all this. So there was enormous amounts of availability. And I was watching in the morning something from Italy in the afternoon from South America, and then it would be Eastern Europe, Western Europe, uh, uh, Spain. It was very exciting. And, and very quickly, as months go by, and two years can be a long time when you're spending it literally watching. So by the, by the end of it, we had wrecked about three, three and a half thousand hours of really, really good material. And we optioned it. And we, we shook hands with the producers and the distributors. And we said, look, we would like to launch this. We believe this is going to really work. But for us to do that, you have to hold this material for us until we pitch it to the broadcasters, which they did because they could see that we loved what we were doing. They were truly championing and opening up a market for something that didn't have the market at the time in 2016. So when we first pitched it, in fact, it was 2015 in the summer, to Channel 4 in the UK, uh, it was amazing. They, they jumped at the opportunity and they were incredibly thrilled because they could also see that Scandi and indeed some French had created a market in the UK. And they thought that it would be very appealing to viewers in the UK to have a place where they could consume hundreds of hours of the very best and that it could become the home of international drama. So they loved the personal curation. They love the personal touch and the individual recommendation, which is why they asked me to do videos um, where I would do brief introductions to the show, A, to convey my passion and my interest, but also to normalize them. They said, look, this is very interesting because when you talk about the show, immediately I want to watch it. And, and I understand that it isn't worrying, that it is just like the big shows that I'm used to watching because you make an analogy with the world of film or you can say, if you love Desperate Housewives, well, that, that captures that vibe, only it's set in, uh, in Belgium, for example. So it was a way to pull viewers in, effectively, and message it quite clearly. You, you do a great job of providing context and sort of lowering the barrier of entry, and certainly your passion is infectious. You've been focusing on sort of the local European mix now for the last few years. With the globalization of streaming services, are you seeing any tendency to sort of an emerging pan-European style? I think in the end, you know, I think the pressure to globalize, so to speak, uh, was already very active about five years ago, and it hasn't stopped. However, I think that good thing has come out of that, because it means that local players in particular, feel whilst they want to scale, and it's important for them to scale, but they can only do that by being peculiarly local and having a very strong local flavor. So there's no point in an Italian broadcaster trying to, with, with their own streaming service, trying to rival Netflix, if they try to play that game. Their only option is to make 
really interesting, well-crafted commercial Italian product that speaks to a really strong local audience. Because I find that the more peculiar in their local uh, DNA, the more a program has a chance to travel. Viewers are smart. They don't, they don't like weird fusion cuisine that, does, that gives you pizza with some strange chicken on it and then ravioli dumped in. You just want a nice Italian pizza or you want a piece of French patisserie. And so I think we should never, ever cheat viewers. And we should say, look, it, 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 to me, it's the equivalent of a lovely city break, right? If you want a lovely weekend in Rome, you want a lovely weekend in Rome. And so the experience needs to be really pure. And I find that what, what the globalization of streaming services has also fed paradoxically from the back door is the result of local content because local producers and broadcasters and distributors have become more ambitious and they thought well we need to stand up and fight with the only weapon we've got we've got our own identity and our own cultural visual aesthetic storytelling identity and if that is strong enough then it will offer a genuine alternative so walter's been nice enough to join us today because he's got some big news as we hinted earlier walter presents is now available in scandinavia to viewers who subscribe to seymour uh very exciting i imagine there'll be some changes yes that's correct so what changes in your approach when you launch in a new country or region i mean for example will you be stripping out the scandi noir uh will you be replacing it with scottish or irish drama for example i mean what can we expect uh, I'll tell you what we're going to see. Well, the Seymour collaboration is wonderful and it's a real source of pride for me because I, I love their taste palette and I love their curation. I think that some of the Seymour originals in the Scandi space, like Stockholm Requiem, we in fact acquired and launched through Water Presents and they've been enormous successes throughout the UK and the rest of the world. So I have a lot of experience of what they do and what their audiences like to consume. So the, the, uh, the curation element there is very similar. So in the sense, I understand what a Seymour viewer loves to watch. It's what we love to watch in the UK, what we love to watch in America, etc. So it's just about bringing in the rest of the world. You know, Scandi forms about 25% of our offering, but there's a 75% that is non-Scandi and vice versa. So what we're going to do, we're going to bring, for example, in January, we're launching with a wonderful Dutch show called The Blood Pact, which is a multi-series. This is a very proven mega hit. In fact, Ricky Gervais tweeted and and uh, and um, and did a, lo a lot of Instagram posts saying it's one of his all-time favorite drama ever. And that, that spiked it, obviously. But it's a wonderful story about two dads. There's bad dad and good dad. One is an accountant, he's a widower, and he's got two children, and he's trying to kind of uh, grieve for the loss of his wife. And then there's a father who is just leaving prison after serving um, uh, a number of years there. He's a criminal. And, and through the friendship between the daughters, these two uh, human beings converge, and their destinies converge. It's a really exciting thriller, but it's also about the morality, what's right and what's wrong. When, when an upstanding member of the community and of society becomes really close friends with somebody who's anything but. Um, so that's a really big uh, Dutch show. But then we're launching a French show called The Other Mother, which is a fantastic nail-biting thriller. We're launching a Ukrainian show called Hide and Seek, which is incredibly Scandinavian in sensibility. It looks, the look and feel is incredibly scandy, but the sensibility tilts it towards a slightly more visceral take on, on the disappearance of a girl. We're going to have Spanish and Italian shows. We're going to launch a French show called Vanished by the Lake, another Dutch show called The Adulterer, which is one of my all-time favorites, um, which is about an affair gone wrong. So I would say the, the sensibility is big mainstream commercial, but of incredible quality. 
So everything you're going to see is going to be good, strong storytelling of real value. You're going to become familiar with great actors around the world in the same way that we are now familiar with the big Scandinavian stars. And so hopefully it's going to be a joyful experience because the, the, um, the movement between uh, uh, Scandi and non-Scandi should be quite seamless, also because you guys consume a lot of English and American already, don't you, I believe? Yeah, I would agree. I think the taste palette here is very broad, which sets you up to succeed. It should be good fun. Can you tell me, at, at this point, what separates you from any other SVOD streamer in terms of perhaps, you know, commissioning content on your own? You know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a good question, but when you set yourself to be the one-stop shop, the curated one-stop shop for the best international drama, then suddenly you are an international uh, 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 entity, which means that what would a world tradition be like? As in, would it be Italian? Would it be French? Would it be Spanish? So, so You tell me. So the reality, Brian, is what, what tends to happen as the brand scales up, we're now in very many countries around the world and we're growing exponentially, is that the possibilities to interact with local production talent escalate in a very good way. So often now producers come to us very early on with a concept or with a script and they say, look, we would like to get this made in, say, uh, Denmark. But it would be very useful for us to have other countries attached and for funding reasons and, and promotion and PR reasons. And so we come in quite early. So what we are doing more of is early pre-buys and that will inevitably lead to co-production for sure. And that, that's the equivalent of a production of an original, isn't it? Because, because it would be strange for us to decide that a water presents original is suddenly, say, Finnish versus Portuguese. Whereas interacting with a local producer and helping them and contributing to make a wonderful local product is probably the way forward for us. So you have an interesting role as a sort of catalyst. <laughs> I see that we're getting to the end of our allotted time here, and I don't want to keep you from your family, who you haven't seen in two years. I just want to thank you again, Walter, so much for coming up. My pleasure. Um, we're really looking forward to the rollout of Walter Presents on Seymour. Can't wait to see what you have to share with us. It's going to be exciting. Thank you very much. I appreciate any help you can give us to ensure that Scandinavian audiences uh, love and embrace the concept. I don't think you're going to have any problem there. Uh, Walter Presents is going to stand on the merits from what I've seen so far. Thanks again, Walter. Really enjoyed meeting you. Thank you very much. That was fun. It's always inspiring to meet people like Walter who are so passionate about their work. I particularly look forward to checking out The Blood Pact and Hide and Seek. Walter's human curation may help you solve that age-old riddle. What should we watch tonight? Don't forget to rate or give the podcast a review. You can follow us on Instagram at StreamCloseUp. I'm Brian. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.